You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Sean Reynolds from Summit Properties Northwest, Reynolds Klein Appraisal, and your host of this episode, Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Hey guys, my content is getting censored, it is getting blocked, and that's all I'm going to say on that. So the best thing you can do, thank you for tuning in, appreciate it so much. Love to have you subscribe if you think my content is good, and if you do think my content is worthy, love to have you share it. Hit the like button for this video. That's what kind of lets people know the word out there because I am getting shut down on a lot of these avenues um, because there are people who don't want to have my content out there. That's bottom line. But I'm just going to keep on going because that's what you do. You don't quit the minute somebody says, we didn't like your content. We're going to put a hold on it. We're not going to share it out there anymore. You just keep going. That's what I'm doing. All right. So let's get into this one. City Seattle has so many crazy stories going on right now. We had a recall of the mayor. We have a recall of one of our socialist slash Marxist city council members. We've got a lawsuit by the city along with Portland and New York against the federal government for being called an anarchist jurisdiction. We've got defunding the police. We've got police quitting in record numbers, record numbers. We've got homelessness wildly out of control. We've got an opioid epidemic that is crazy nuts. We've got homicides and shootings on the rise. And in the midst of all this, and then let's, hey, let's, let's not even talk about, oh, we're going to talk about it. Chop. We had chop this summer. We had the first area in the United States that kind of went down like that, that was called the Summer of Love for a split second by our Mayor Durkin, Summer of Love. And then as it went sideways, it wasn't the Summer of Love. But after all this and after all the police officers are leaving, quitting, putting Seattle in a precarious situation where our interim police chief, Diaz, comes right out and says, we don't have enough cops on the street to keep you, the citizens of Seattle, safe. After all that, here's what we got going on with the mayor. Seattle Mayor Durkin tells police officers, I value you. That doesn't, that doesn't really follow the narrative of what's actually gone on. Those, to me, are some pretty empty words. Mayor Durkin, I'm not trying to hammer on you, but it doesn't seem... Like, I value you is really in the actions of what's happened over the last six months. That doesn't seem to be the case. When I'm on the streets at CHOP, that wasn't the feeling I get when I look at all the anti-police stuff going on by the peaceful protesters. And then we had a police officer have a two-by-two that was lit on fire thrown into his police car. And then we've got a guy getting cracked in the head with a baseball bat. Fortunately, those people are getting prosecuted. But up until now, up until just recently, guess what? Stuff like this was happening all the time against police officers. There was reports. 13 police officers injured, 15 police officers injured, three police officers injured. Here were their here, here injuries. And these guys are just getting hammered on. And what's the city of Seattle doing? Well, they're not really prosecuting folks, are they? They allowed a anarchist jurisdiction to happen in CHOP which we initially did call Summer of Love, but we all know how that ended up. I mean, that was just a runaway freight train that we could kind of see coming. But now we're at a point where we don't have enough cops on the street. 
and we're going to do a little backpedaling and say, I value you. That's, that's what it feels like. That's what it comes across as to me. And I'm not even a cop. I'm just a, I'm a real estate guy. And I talk about things that impact real estate. And guess what? If you have safety issues in neighborhoods, that impacts real estate values. That's why I point at this issue so often because everybody can kind of see what's going on. The whole defund the police without an actual game plan in process, that's, a, that's, that's not going to work out. There's going to be a gap period where before you put your plan in place, things go wrong. And then even when you put your plan in place, everybody else is kind of saying, well, without the police presence, this, this social experiment, that's not, that's not going to be great. So we need more police. That's the bottom line. You need more funding. You need more training. You think there's a problem with the behavior of the police officers? That's fine. That's fine. Get them some more training. Do what you got to do. But the people that are going to be most impacted by this are the people in the lower socioeconomic neighborhoods who have the highest levels of crime, and they are not going to have a police presence, which they already don't. They're not going to have a police presence enough to where they feel safe and they don't feel safe already. So the statement, I value you, kind of rings empty and doesn't really kind of, it does ring empty to me as a citizen in Bellevue watching what's unfolding in Seattle. It's kind of like, really? Man, I don't know. Seattle, let's jump on into it, though. This is from Cairo. Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin had a message for police officers after a record number left the Seattle Police Department last month. So this feels like a CEO talking to a company that is jumping ship, which is exactly what is happening. I say to the ones that are there, please stay. Seattle values you. I value you, Durkin said. And all those cops are going, ah, those are empty words because the actions speak way louder than words. And in this case, we don't believe you. We're out of here. Blue flu. It's an epidemic in Seattle, right? The mayor was responding to questions on October 20th about departing officers complaining in exit, intervie exit interviews about a lack of support from City Hall. I've read a lot of those exit comments, and they were kind of brutal. They were like, uh, yeah, don't want to be in a police department run by a socialist city council, not dealing with that nonsense anymore. That was the bottom line. And, and no support in this city for police officers. And, and their, the, what, what their comment was time and time again, it was, love the city of Seattle, hate the city leadership. And that's why they're ditching out. This is a great city, despite all of the nonsense going on. It really is. I wouldn't live anywhere else. Just wouldn't. I mean, it's an awesome city. But right now, it's got some problems. And the lack of police officers on the street, that is a big one. That's a big one. When you have that, it does impact real estate. And so for all the people out there like, you don't really talk about real estate. Yeah, I do. Every story I cover has a, it's got a link to real estate, because so many things affect the ecosystem of housing. And a lot of it is people, it's laws, it's leadership, it's stuff going out there on out there, the economy, economics, housing. It all has an impact. And you don't really, really realize that until you look at certain segments and you're like, man, that law is really not going to have a good impact or that law is going to have a great impact on housing. So when you've been following housing, 
for like 30 or more years. I lose count because it makes me feel really old and nobody really wants to do that. But when you've been following kind of the housing market as long as I have, and you see the trends that have happened, fewer police in the street is not something that I recommend. Can't recommend it. That's a no-go for me. All right. So one former officer wrote, I've refused to work for this socialist city council and their political agenda. All right. So if you value these police officers, that needs to be kind of dealt with one way or another. And obviously, obviously, this isn't up to Mayor Durkin to take control of. But the citizens of Seattle, this is why your cops are quitting. That's what's going on. Hatred of police, lack of support and politics among reasons for SPD exodus and exit interviews. All right. This comes as the city council begins considering additional cuts to this SPD budget in 2021. Well, at the rate we're going with the number of police officers quitting or retiring or taking sick leave until they retire or quit, you won't have to do too many uh, cuts to the Seattle Police Department because they will have cut themselves. That's what we got going on. 118 police officers left left in uh, 2020, 39 left in uh, September last month. Some big numbers. A lot of cops saying, yep, no more. I am not doing this. Comprehensive plans from this council are not expected for a couple of weeks, but early proposals outlined Tuesday range from leaving vacant positions unfunded to a 50% cut to address systemic inequality. That's what we got going on. That was one of the demands of CHOP. 50% cut, Seattle Police Department, now. They always put in now. And I always got to bring that up. Now. It was just such, it was such a crazy demand. Don't let it happen later. Have it happen now. All right. Cairo 7 asked Durkin how the city could both support officers and rethink policing. Drives me crazy when we have that rethink policing. It just sounds so abstract and arbitrary. We're going to rethink this. We're not going to do anything about it. We're just going to rethink it. I don't know. To me, I'm a business guy. I don't rethink much. I just kind of get things done. That's what you do in business. You don't have time to rethink a lot. And maybe that's where the whole social thing, uh, it just, my background as a business owner probably doesn't qualify me to talk about that at all. But when I see the word rethinking police, I'm just like, okay, whatever. You got crime on the the ground right now. You got to deal with it right now. What are you going to do? Oh, we're going to rethink it. All right. Good luck with that. Cairo 7 asked Durkin how the city could both support officers and rethink policing. I don't think you can do one without the other, Durkin said. Number one, they've got to be part of the solution. Number two is we've got to do better in officer wellness. All right. That means that you have to have rested police officers who are not at the edge of their ropes, right? You got to have enough cops on the street to be able to rotate them in and out because you've got crime going on. You got some crime. Seattle's a big city. You got crime happening on the daily. So when you're talking about officer wellness, don't cut the number of cops. Don't create a work environment. Talk about a hostile work environment. I mean, some companies, they have people whining about a hostile work environment. When you have a lit two by two get thrown in your police squad car, in the, and you're in the car, that's a hostile work environment. When you get hit in the head with a baseball bat, that's a hostile work environment. 
when you have a Molotov cocktail thrown into your East Precinct and people try and quick read your door shut, that's a hostile work environment. And that's why you have all these cops leaving because nobody's really doing much about it otherwise. Just not happening. And I do see prosecutions happening, but it's kind of like, well, it's kind of like I value you. It's a day late, a dollar short. Because the damage is already done. Cops are already out the door. The, the ones that uh, aren't out the door have one foot out the door. And the cops I've talked to, they're kind of like, yeah. And I've said this before. If I didn't have um, alimony payment to my ex-wife or ex-wives, because being a cop is a stressful job. If I didn't have a kid in college, if I didn't have this and this, if I wasn't this close to retirement, I'd be out of here. Nobody wants to deal with this nonsense. That's the sentiment at the Seattle Police Department right now. All right, the mayor said the last few months have been stressful for officers who need adequate training and time off. All right, but if you need XYZ number of police officers on the street, you can't have XYZ police officers taking time off on vacation. Those are numbers. That's called staffing. That's business 101. You got to have enough people to do the job. Am I missing something here? I, I don't think I am. What am I missing? Let me know in the comments. I'm sure you guys will have some genius ideas because uh, I always come up with them and then my content gets banned. That's, what, that's what's happening right now. All right. With traditional policing under scrutiny, Seattle Police Department is warning about a growth in violent crime. What? We're going to have an increase in violent crime. The criminals aren't going to take some time off as well as the police officers. You guys need some time off, you criminals. Take a break. Take a breather. Make sure you've got your wellness squared away. No, that's not happening, is it? I mean, that's just ridiculous. Crime's going to go up. People are going to realize, all right, not enough police officers in Seattle. Let's go. It's crime time. That's just what's going to happen. Shootings are at the highest level of the last seven years, Chief Adrian Diaz said on October 19th, a couple of days ago. We've had a significant increase in homicides, and so we have to realize that this, that there are some huge safety issues when it comes to violent crime in this city. Got some big issues. There's stuff going on. You've got reports on the daily. I see them come across my news feeds of something happened in this park. All right, the citizens of this area are crying out for city officials to deal with this scenario. I mean, I saw one news story, I think, in the last couple of days where a group of citizens in a specific area, I think it was in Lake City, somewhere in Lake City Way, and they had made over a hundred reach outs to city officials to get whatever their problem was squared away. And it's probably a homeless encampment infringing on a local park, you know, those stories. And, and I've covered the stories of a metal shop being operated on Seattle police, uh, Seattle public parks ground, that kind of stuff going on. And why do I care? Cause this impacts real estate and it impacts people. Most importantly, these people are having to deal with all this stuff. People are having to deal with levels of crime that Seattle is, I don't know, have we ever seen this kind of stuff? Certainly haven't seen CHOP that I know of. Certainly haven't seen the homeless encampments that are happening on the daily. I mean, there's areas of Ballard that are just kind of overrun with this stuff going on. And what are we doing? Well, I mean, 
I understand during the pandemic that we have to shut things down for a little bit. But guess what? At some point in time, you got to make the general citizens who are paying taxes feel a little bit safer. And that is not what's going on right now. But as these situations continue, as this dialogue continues, I will keep you updated right here on the Seattle, pod, the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, unless I get taken down. So if there's a time where all of a sudden, boom, Sean doesn't upload any more content, you know what's happened. Got banned. Got banned. So share my content. Thank you so much. I'm Sean Reynolds from uh, Summit Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Klein Appraisal. I will see you guys on the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.